Awesome Podcast. Toot toot. Howdy, folks. I'm Big Hal Dottie. And I'm a talking possum. And tonight, we have a special treat for you folks at home. We are taking you on an audio preview tour of our brand new venture, the just christened Big Hal and Possum Lazy Train. That's right. A luxury train. The future of relaxation and travel. Our lazy train, trademark, is a journey and a destination all in one. It's just like a cruise boat, except it's on land. So step on off that platform and into a world of luxury and motion. You will marvel at the comforts and features of our unique railcraft as we take you on an unforgettable tour of destinations that will fill your brain up with a lifetime worth of memories. And we got an entire popcorn machine here. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just one of the features, the popcorn machine. Well, filling up the brain with memories made me think of the popcorn machine. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. The brain is kind of a popcorn machine of memories, in a way. Yes, each one more delicious than the last. So when we come back, we'll start our tour of the Big Howlin' Possum Lazy Train. Choo-choo, y'all. Uh, well, I mean, you could just keep on saying toot toot, Big Hal. Toot toot's a training term as well. Yeah, that's true. I guess I'm making this needlessly complicated, changing it to choo-choo just for the train. Yeah, don't work so hard. You're on the lazy train. Just relax, baby. All right. Toot toot, y'all. Toot toot. taking a look at some of the onboard features of the Big Howlin' Possum luxury lazy train. Mm. Now, if you're like me, and you're planning a vacation away from it all, you're expecting there to be some beverages available. Mm -hmm. Do not worry. I've got you more than covered. I've got you covered and smothered. (laughs) One entire compartment of our train is devoted to the art of filling a cup, and it is called the Bar Bar Car. Mm. The Bar Bar Car. 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 Bar Bar Car. The barber car is a classy old-style speakeasy where you can get a bourbon or a beer and relax in a barber chair while one of our barber car barbers comes around and cuts your hair for you. This has long been a dream of mine that I am excited to finally bring to reality, Mr. Possum. I think getting a nice trim should be as routine and regular and hassle-free and involuntary as drying your hands after you go to the washroom. So if you're hanging in the barbar car and you got some flyaway hairs or a mudflap foreman, or heck, maybe your sideburns are encroaching on your ears a little bit, you don't even got to think about it or ask. The staff will be round to take refill orders and put those clippers to work. There's tonic bubbles in the air and clippings on the ground here in the barbar car. Well, that sounds nice, but I... Isn't it going to be kind of nasty just having all that hair flying around, maybe getting in your drink and stuff? (laughs) 
Oh, yeah, Mr. Possum. See, I looked into it, and there's two problems that could come up if you are combining a sort of salon environment with a bar. And those are the particles released in a standard trim could fall into your drink, or the hairs from the trim could fall into your drink as well. Hmm. Neither are ideal for the drinking experience, which is why I have installed these misters. Look up above you, Mr. Possum. We got some misters up there. Oh. See, they're like grocery store produce misters. These make sure everyone is nice and damp, and any hairs or particles released in the trimmings is weighed down with moisture and falls straight to the ground to be swept up by one of our sweeping dogs. Sweeping dogs? Yeah, we've trained some uh, some dogs to sweep up all the hair trimmings on the floor, and these are, these are some very clever dogs. Heck, Buster over there has gotten uh, kind of good at shampooing as well, so who knows what we can train these dogs to do, you know? Oh, I'd love to have my hair washed by a dog. Yeah, the only thing you don't want to ask these sweeping dogs to do is testify under oath, Mr. Possum. Uh, testify under oath? Now, why is that? Because you got to let these sweeping dogs lie. <laughs> toot toot, that's delightful. Toot toot. Mr. Possum, I think you had a message for our guests about life on the train. Yes, uh, here on the Big Island Possum Lazy Train, we do take laziness very seriously. When we say take a load off, we really do mean it. We don't want you trying to get up and get your own drink or do anything for yourself at all. You really want to just relax. Yep, it's all about comfort, relaxation, and luxury here on the Lazy Train. That means you gotta lay down. Don't you be sitting, don't you be trying to walk around and do lay on down. If we catch you trying to get up, we're gonna push you back down and say, relax! Get back on the ground. You know, we'll do something like that. Because it's time for you to take a load off. You ain't supposed to get up on vacation. You lay down on the ground, you stare at the ceiling, and you relax as hard as you can. Yeah. If you would like to go to a different car or compartment, let us know. We will put you on a gurney and carry or push you there. And if you try to get out the business section or the newspaper, we're going to spray in the face like a cat. We're going to kick you around a little bit. (laughs) You can read the funnies. You can read the funnies, but don't you be getting the business section out. We're going to spray you. And don't you even think about reading about the obituary. If you're that curious about who died while you on vacation, then then guess what? You died. You died while you were on vacation. Your sense of fun died. How about that? Okay. Yeah, that started to make more sense the more you, the more you talked about it. Yeah, I noticed that too. Now, you're going to want to have one of our crunchy cookies. They're real good, and they're real crunchy. But they're a lot of work. Don't worry about that, Chuck. We got you covered. You just open up your mouth, and we'll shove that crunchy cookie in, and we'll work your jaws and turn it into dust. Right. We do the chewing for you, but we do it in your own mouth because it would be gross. Right. We just take the top of your head and the bottom of your head and just kind of mash them together and kind of make you chew. Now, it sounds weird. It's actually... Very relaxing. I actually prefer it to, like, regular style eating like you might do at home. Oh, yeah. Once you've had somebody else kind of work your head to make you chew, you're not going to want to eat regular no more. You're going to be like, this is too much work or something. We're going off the rails on the lazy train, Big Al. I don't know if we're legally allowed to say that, but that is true. We're staying on the rails on the lazy train. It's safe. It's super safe. Is that better? Yeah, it's also something I like to hear when I'm getting on a train, <laughs> is, that, is that they're going to be staying on the rails. <laughs> 
We're back. Big Al, why don't you tell these passengers a little bit more about this train? All right, so say happy hour in the barbar car is over, and you are wet inside and out from the beverages and misters, and it's time to get ready for the night's entertainment, which is, of course, dinner, which we will uh, chew for you in a manner described in the last segment, Mm -hmm. and dancing, which we will also do for you, in the ballroom car. But first, you gotta get cleaned up. And here on the lazy train... You can relax, because we got that covered for you as well. Hmm. Simply crawl inside the electric shower in your compartment and let the train keep a rolling some powerful deep scrubbing brushes all over your body as high-pressure jets massage, blast, and pulverize your soon baby-fresh skin. You can close your eyes and turn your brain off as the AI-powered supercomputer hunts down any and all foreign matter from every nook and cranny on your delicate hide and Hmm. obliterates it. Dang, are we? Are you sure we ain't going camping? Because that's intense. <laughs> it is intense, but don't worry, it's not uncomfortable as long as you don't open your eyes. In fact, we do ask that you keep your eyes closed or wear goggles because it gets very soapy in there. And once you have been scrubbed, exfoliated, pressure rinsed, and wrung dry through our custom squeegee rollers, you will be padded and powdered like a swaddling infant before being air-dried and oiled up like an expensive Italian shoe. <laughs> You will come out of the electric shower virtually reflective from your supple sheen and glow. Also, the electric shower will trim your nails for you. Uh, You can ask it to trim your eyebrows or give you a shave, but you want to be sure if you turn that on that you don't crawl in the wrong way because that'll be pretty unpleasant if it thinks your butt is your face or the other way around, vice versa. Man, oh man, that sounds like a rough ride. It's like you've made showers exciting again. Yes, it can be quite a thrill taking a trip through the future of hygiene. But don't worry, you are in very safe hands. And every 10 feet or so as you travel through the machine, there is an emergency turnoff button. Now, a real old-fashioned train, when you hit that button, you just kind of drop out of the bottom of it and go tumbling into the dust, forgotten forever. Yeah, you should just eject your plum out of the bottom of the train like, uh, like toilet waste. <laughs> We're a little bit nicer here on the Big Allen Possum Lazy Train. We just stop that machine hard and let your skinny, wet butt walk back into society where they will openly mock you for being a coward. Yeah, we do feel that there needs to be some kind of social penalty for stopping the machine because you do need to get used to the machine. And it does require us to completely reset the thing when you do the emergency stop. And we got to clean up your dirty little footsteps because you didn't finish your bath. Yeah, just stay in there. Mr. Possum, what's the next compartment you'd like to introduce our passengers to? Welcome to the luxury gravy train. That's right. It's a biscuits and gravy themed compartment of the train. We got comfortable seats made out of biscuits. Fluffy, real buttermilk biscuits that you can sit on. That's right. Cram your duff on top of these biscuits. They're really comfortable the first time you sit in them. Second time you sit in them, it's a bunch of crumbs. Yeah. Because some, somebody just smashed that biscuit to smithereens. It's a very perishable environment. Indeed. Which is good, you know? That's luxury. It's an extreme luxury environment for at least the first passenger to go through it of the day. It gets less and less luxurious the more people go through there. Oh, for sure. Make no mistake, this is a snow piercer situation. 
you definitely want to defeat your peers to get there first. Because if you're the second guy in the gravy train, you're dealing with a lot of crumbs and a lot of cold, cold gravy. Yep. What's colder than the grave? Cold gravy, of course. <laughs> but if you're the first one in there, then buddy, buddy, buddy. When I say choo-choo, I mean choo-choo all the gravy and biscuits you can. Welcome aboard the gravy train. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Well, we've had such a good time exploring the train itself, I almost forgot that we have stops to make, Big Al. Let's switch gears, so to speak. And tell us a little bit about the first stop we're going on. That's right, Mr. Possum. We'd sure be remiss if we did not tell our passengers about some of the incredible stops along the Lazy Train Expressway. One of my favorite stops is, of course, Cowboy Beach. Cowboy Beach. Cowboy Beach is exactly what it sounds like. It's a beach for cowboys. Finally, a beach for cowboys. Instead of surfboards stuck in the sands, there's a cacti of all shapes and sizes. Instead of beach chairs, there's old turned-over logs. Instead of the shrill call of a lifeguard's whistle, there's the cheerful ring of a triangular dinner bell, summoning the cowboys in the surf inland for a hot can of beans. Cowboy Beach is a destination unlike any other, where the typical clamor and din of tropical steel drums is washed out by the overwhelming noise of the hundreds of somber harmonicas being played by the beach's cowboys. And instead of bikini babes rollerblading, you got cowboys boot scooting down the boardwalk. Instead of volleyball, the cowboys are doing trick shots with their six shooters. And instead of hula dancing, they're making that lasso go up and down around their body the way, uh, the way they do in rodeos and clip art, you know. And instead of a sunset Polynesian fire dance, these cowboys are just daring each other to eat grosser and grosser stuff. Truly, truly exciting. It's the ideal getaway if you are a cowboy or just a fan of being around cowboys. And lucky for you, this is a big cowboy brood year. We raised a bunch of baby cowboys about 17 years ago, and now they're finally in season, and they are young and spunky and ready to do a bunch of cowboy stuff. And boy, when they all get to screaming at once, it's really something to hear. Yeah, this group of cowboys is known as Brood X. Mr. Possum, I think you're going to tell us about another great stop along the Lazy Train route. Well, of course, we have to stop at Trinketville. Trinketville is one of my favorite places in the whole world, Big Al. Oh, it sounds great. Trinketville? Trinketville. I mean, what's not to like? It's a whole entire miniature town with the most realistic buildings and landscapes you've ever seen. And I mean, every last detail is perfect. Wow. Here's the best part. See something you like? Take it with you. Go ahead and grab it. Just be sure to leave a dollar or two on the ground to reimburse the citizens of Trinketville. The thing is, some of the older buildings, you might want to get your grandson to help you pry it off the ground. If your hands are stiff, you may have a little trouble getting the city library out from that concrete slab it was built on. Uh, Mr. Possum, if there's a, uh, if there's a concrete foundation on that building, it sounds like people actually might live in there. Yeah, of course they do. Wait, people live in these buildings? Yeah, it's what makes it so lifelike, because they're living their lives in there. The basic etiquette is to leave a couple of bucks where you, where you, you know, took the building from. Now, do we offer any kind of service where we exchange the money for uh, Trinketville-sized money that they can actually use? Or are you talking about dr dropping, like, a full 
normal-sized dollar down on these people. We drop, like, a, a huge tarp-sized dollar, you know what I mean? But one dollar's, like, 500 times bigger than one of their dollars, so I'm giving them, like, a ton of money. Oh, yeah. They're rich. Plus, if they no longer have a place to live, they can just sort of live under the dollar. But there is one very important concern. One thing you want to make sure you want to do, Big Al's, very important. Oh, there is there is a concern here. If you take a whole building with you, make sure to really shake out any people who are still left inside. Really shake that building up good. Get them out. You don't want to accidentally kidnap one of these little fellers. Last time I was there, I saw a tiny dick sporting goods that I wanted. Uh-huh. So I did the I did the polite thing, you know, where I opened a little door. And I put my mouth right up to the entrance and said, Oh, this little dicks is a doll. I'm going to need to take this home. Finish up your shopping as quick as you can before I pry it up. And then I slammed the door. Yeah. And oh, how they squealed with delight. They was probably thinking, Ooh, yeah, 500 bucks, here we come. You know? And I saw all these little chinkatarians running out of there screaming, and it warmed my heart. They was probably thinking, ooh, yeah, big bucks, here we come. Yeah, literally. Like, they're getting a really big dollar out of this. Toot, toot! Big Al, what's the next stop on our fun train tour? All right, the next stop on the Big Howl and Possum Lazy Train Land Cruise is the Primordial Park. Ooh. Now, you've heard of Jurassic Park, of course, where uh, they brought some old animals back from extinction. Well, I say big whoop to that. Big whoop. 65 million years ago? Okay, try several billion years ago. Whoa. That's what we've got here at Primordial Park. Here at Primordial Park, we have brought back the very ooze of the dawn of life. That's right. Ooze and Oz. Yes, we have got the ooze, and you're going to be giving us ooze and Oz in exchange for it. Now, have you ever wondered what the soup your microbial ancestors crawled out of smelled like, Mr. Possum? Yes. I have. And it turns out it is quite an aroma. A rich historical aroma that will not break free of its cage and hunt you down like an ungrateful velociraptor. No, you can relax calmly and safely and enjoy the bubbling of new kinds of burgeoning life as you simmer in a small pool of bacterial goo that gives you new diseases nobody's ever heard of before. Primordial Park. You'll want to take a shower afterwards. Luckily, we have one. I mean, this special warm goo is is what burst us all, Big Al. It's Grandpa Goo. I mean, that's... That good is responsible for me and you. Sounds like a schoolhouse rock song. Thanks to the goo for me and you. Thank you, Grandpa Goo. It was you. It gave me life from your goo. Okay, well, just stop saying Grandpa Goo. <laughs> we are taking an audio tour of the Big Allen Possum Lazy Train, and Mr. Possum's got another stop on our route to tell you about. You got a sweet tooth, Big Al? Oh, you know I do. You know I got quite a few of them, actually. That's good, because we're going to stop at Bucket's Candy Shop. That's right. The real Charlie Bucket from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory started his own little candy shop in town. Oh, wow. The actual Charlie Bucket. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. 
the little blonde boy with the lazy grandpa. Yep. He's got a whole chain of these stores. But this one is the very first one he opened, and it's the one he still works at, everybody. So you gotta go take a look at it. Now, let's get this out of the way before we go in so you don't put your foot in your mouth. Do not bring up Willy Wonka or the Chocolate Factory. You're gonna want to. But, buddy, you're going to regret it. It's a sore spot for Charlie Bucket. Okay? Now, I'd like to tell you that that's the only rule in buckets. Don't bring up Wonka. But, sadly, it ain't. There's signs everywhere, Big Al. You got to watch your step and read everything. There's one of them that says, Dance like no one's watching. And it's a tricky one, because Charlie Bucket's always watching. He's got these hard little eyes, like a little hateful squirrel. And he don't trust nobody. You gotta dance around while you're in the store. You can't stay still. But if he gets the sense you're too stiff, he'll come out from around the corner and tap that sign. And he'll growl, dance like I ain't looking. I'm very confused by that because it seems like the message there is actually dance like I am watching. It's complicated. You'll see. He's one of these guys who wants stuff he can't have. Well, yeah. He was raising a magical chocolate factory. Of course he does. So does he have any of the fantastical candies that uh, Wonka was known for? Does he have like an everlasting gobstopper varietal? Does he have one of those uh, candies that's got a five-course meal, you know, cooked into it? That's right. Get all these Wonka questions out of your system. Right, because I can't ask him. No, no. Well, he's got magic candy, but he keeps it all for himself. He's got the fizzy lifting drinks and all that stuff. Uh, but you can't have any of it. It's all, it's all for Charlie Bucket. He's greedy. With all the signs and the cranky old creep behind the register, it kind of sounds like a Jimmy John's. Oh, I wish he was just behind the register. He hovers, and I mean it. He he hovers. He chugs these fizzy lifting drinks, and he floats around the store. Oh, wow. And he looks over your shoulder to make sure you're not stealing nothing. It's going to be fun. Let's go in there. Let's go see old Charlie Bucket. train ride this has been, Big Al. We're almost done. That's right. Where are we going next? All right, the next to last stop on the Lazy Train getaway tour is none other than Dracula's own house. Ooh, Dracula's house. That's right. Plenty of vacation tours take you near Dracula's house or fly you over it or let you look at it, but ours lets you walk up and inside to hang out in Dracula's own parlor and Dracula's own living room. You can't go upstairs, of course, or disturb his dungeon lair. Uh, The kitchen and jungle room are currently off limits, but you can check out Dracula's Garage, which is full of uh, Dracula memorabilia, and of course his famous collection of classic hot rods. Ooh, cool. Get a pic of yourself driving Dracula's carriage. Stop in at the gift shop for some bat plushies and rock candy. And don't forget the added value of a visit to Dracula's house aviary, home to several dozen species of birds with special trained bird shows four times a day. 
Go watch an owl do some stunts. And you can even get a picture with Dracula. Now, I am saying picture with Dracula in quotations because Dracula cannot be filmed. But you can get a portrait with one of Dracula's own certified Dracula impersonators. And all of these uh, Dracula impersonators have been personally selected by Dracula to impersonate him in photographs. You know what, Big Al, I shouldn't say this in front of the passengers, but one, one problem I got with these Dracula impersonators is that they're all hot. They're all way hotter than Dracula is. Yeah. You know, you go to get your picture taken with Dracula, and then he poofs away, and you get this hot guy posing with you. One of the things Dracula selects them for is uh, that they are photogenic. Uh, and I think that makes perfect sense, honestly. I mean, you, you think about it, you think about how much editing goes into your average photograph and how much people kind of select the photographs that they look good in only. If I was choosing a person to be in all my photographs for me, I would definitely pick somebody hotter than me. No question, I would select somebody hotter than me. You don't want somebody less hot than you representing you in photographs. No, you don't. You at least want it to be a lateral move, but these are just, they're too hot. These Dracula's are too hot. Okay. Uh, do you want to bring that up with Dracula? You want to tell Dracula that his Draculas are too hot? I'll probably just tell it to the impersonator. I'll be like, all right, I'll get my picture taken, but you're a little too hot. Tell Count Dracula I said it. And he'd be like, what's your name? I'll be like, Ferguson. You know, I'll just kind of <laughs> mumble something. I, I am afraid of Count Dracula, Big Al. I am probably not going to pipe up too big. Well, Mr. Possum, what is the last stop on the... Big Howl and Possum Lazy Train Tour. Oh, it's a journey to the past. We're going to Bull Weevil Times. Bull Weevil Times. It's one of them themed supper places, Big Howl. You can watch a show while you eat. It's great. You've been to Medieval Times, right? Yeah, I love Medieval Times. You get to hork a whole game hen while you watch knights tourney about. Yep, kind of the perfect place to hang out. Oh, yeah. Now, those are tight, but I'm not allowed in them anymore nationwide, and I don't want to talk about it. I prefer bull weevil times. You get a bowl of soup, and you get to watch cotton bugs being cotton bugs. Interesting fact about bull weevils and shast, they're considered a pest. And in the early 1900s, right here in U.S. of A., they ruined a lot of cotton. Yep. It cost a whole lot of folks their money. But here... It's not a problem. The cotton farmers take all their rotten cotton here and dump it in the center of the arena, and we get to watch the bull weevils joust for their share of the soft stuff. Yeah. Now, I, arena is a little bit uh, generous of a term. I mean, we are talking about, like, sort of a... They're sort of in the center of the dining table. Yeah, I mean, this is a generous train tour, and this, it's, everything's generous, including yeah. the descriptions of events. What's What of it? Now, you're going to want to come with somebody who's seen one of these things before because, boy, I mean, these are bugs. You, know, you can't really see too clear. Yeah. You're going to be here for the first time going, why is everybody cheering? I don't see nothing. You missed it. Yeah. They're small. Now, my favorite part of a bull weevil fight is, uh, is the joust, of course. Oh, yes. Because I'm a bug collector, and if I can get one of them bull weevils that's already been run through with a pin, it saves me a step, you know? Exactly. They're already pinned to it. You can take it right home. Now, that's a trinket that would make Trinketville blush. And that's funny, even if you weren't here for the other part. We was talking about Trinketville. That's just silly. Yeah, this is a pretty silly show. <laughs> 
Awesome Podcast. Toot toot.